Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So he was a stripper for a day. That's Javier Bardem. He was on the Ellen Show, and apparently to break into the entertainment industry, he thought, I'll be a stripper that jumps out of a cake, and it lasted one day, and then he was done. What do they call it? Paying your dues? I guess. I don't like that <laughs> term, though. I don't think we should have to if we don't want to. But when I saw him on Ellen telling the story, I like felt it in my soul uh-huh. because I have known since I was probably in the fifth grade that I wanted to work in radio. Okay. I wanted to be on a morning radio show because they always just seemed like they were having so much fun. And it is really hard to break into this industry. It is. There's, you know, I mean, there's a handful of morning show radio hosts in every city across the country and that's it. Yeah. And so I would do whatever was asked of me to try to just get my voice out there Mm -hmm. and get people to notice me. And so in my very early 20s, I was the voice of multiple exotic clubs around my hometown. Oh, yeah? And they could only play the commercials after midnight. (laughs) And the best part, though, is my mom, she was a nurse and she worked late nights. Yeah. So she would hear them on her drive home and uh, she would call me and be so proud of me. And in hindsight, that is so cringe to me. And I have nothing against exotic dancers. Whatever you do to pay the bills, that's you. But, like, it's very out of character for me. Yeah, I'll say. And so I have a little a little clip of one of the many commercials that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, after today, this will go into hiding. Okay. It will never emerge again for at least another decade. So you say. No, it, it will. It will go into hiding. I'm going to have you sign something notarized. <laughs> um, but this is, uh, this is young Liz. Rockstar emergency. This is Crystal. How can I rock your world? So that happened. <laughs> I just want to go on the record and say that you sent me the commercial in its entirety. And I was trying to find a piece that, you know, would really emphasize what you were bringing to the table. And that's probably the most PG part of the commercial that I could play this There's morning. a reason they could only play after midnight. Yeah. They're very raunchy. Well, people are trying to eat breakfast and drink their coffees I right know. now. So I apologize <laughs> to anyone who just was overwhelmed by that. But I, for a while, it was like my secret shame. But now I kind of embrace it. And I feel like we've all had a unique job yeah. that we've taken from here or there. So what's yours? I worked in a warehouse for like two weeks. That's up here in Vancouver, and I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to drive a pallet jack. So I did it for like two weeks, and I went to go get a pallet, 
And when I pulled the pallet down, it fell and slided right down my leg. And now my leg is indented. Like my, like you can see like the indent in my leg where the pallet hit my leg. After that, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you're out. I hope you got some medical leave on your way out. That is workman's comp. No, I didn't. Like I, they took me off. They took me off work for like four days. And then I was like, they're like, you coming back? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm out. It was what happened was when I pulled the pallet down, the another pallet came down with it. So that one slid down my leg. Oh, oh. my Gosh, I've always wanted to drive one of those forklifts, and you just destroyed that for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now will never, ever drive one. <laughs> yep, that was what I wanted to do. I was like, I could do this. I'm a girl, but I could totally do this. I did it for two weeks, and I was like, yeah, I'm out. We put it up on Facebook, 105 won the buzz, and Bridget said late night bingo caller. Late night bingo caller? Where they have that at? I don't know, but I would like to join... What about you? What was your most unique job? I did security at a church in college. Do churches need security? So it was it was a place called the Newman Center at the University of Massachusetts, and they had like social rooms, a library, and even like a restaurant in it. It was all one collective building. So it needed to be locked up at 10 o'clock every night, and that was me, and I had to do rounds through a church in the dark, which was creepy. Now, I've seen people get rowdy for the Lord, but never to that extent, so <laughs> didn't know that was a job. I worked at a hamburger place called Jamie's Hamburgers for like a few, few days, and people wore roller skates around and stuff, so that was kind of fun. It was like a drive-in? No, it was like an actual restaurant, and it was only there for about a year, but yeah, some of the people that worked there were roller skates while we were, you know, like taking orders and stuff. So it was like a 50s diner. I always tip the people on roller skates more because I'm just in awe of them. One, because they can roller skate, but two, if you hit a rogue fry, you are going down. Exactly. My very first job ever, I worked at McDonald's and I was the birthday party girl. What? That's a badge of honor. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of, I mean, now that I think about it as an adult, it was kind of cool, but as a 16 year old, it was kind of embarrassing. McDonald's birthdays used to be lit. They were fire, and I have specific memories of them. I remember being in a high chair, not the cool hamburger seat, and being jealous. Right. And then there was, like, a glove or a hand puppet that was, like, white, and it had Ronald on it. Do you remember this? Yeah. I have a very distinct memory of people trying to do a puppet show for me. I also remember the McDonald's ashtrays. Now, the playgrounds I try to block out mm -hmm. because not the younger birthdays, but when I was in fourth or fifth grade, I got stuck in the hamburger, and yeah. they had to call the fire department. And I think I'm actually the cautionary tale of why they removed them from the playgrounds. I wonder why I was never allowed to go in there. You know, I couldn't help that I was five foot ten and a lady's 18 <laughs> by the time I was uh, 10 years old. And I, I just wanted to play with the other kids and I got stuck. Wonder they got rid of them all. Yeah, I know. I literally got stuck because there was somebody behind me on the little ladder and I felt all this pressure to climb around. Got stuck. Oh, God. They cut some bars. Trauma. I know. I think I repressed most of those memories, but yeah, it was pretty rough. I would still think of it every time I drove by McDonald's Playscapes. They don't have them. They literally do not have them. We put it up on Facebook, 105 on the buzz, and Lisa said that they were an usher for the Calgary Cannons minor league baseball team. That sounds fun. Yeah, that would be a good time. Maybe Except I'll, baseball is kind of boring. 
That's okay. You can still have fun. You, you've been to Walker Stadium for a Pickles game. Oh, my gosh. Noma said she was a receptionist at a crematorium. Oh. Well, that's where this ends. My very first job, I picked onions on a local farm. Onions and radishes. Did you and, smell uh, like them when you got home? I feel like an onion is uh, one of those things that'll stick with you. Yeah, a little bit, but it was a lot of dirt, a lot of... And uh, my first paycheck was $15 for some pretty back-breaking work, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm not very good with the manual labor, but I've done food service more on the prepared side. But I had one friend in college, and she worked at Quiznos, and that's when their beef brisket came out. And her hair would smell like brisket for days. It was like no matter how much she washed it. I thought you were going to tell me you had a beef brisket hookup at Quiznos. No, I wish. I wish. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate to this. I worked on an apple orchard picking apples for a little while. You've had a lot of different bizarre jobs. Yeah, now that I think about it i actually have because you were a bouncer for the lord at one point <laughs> i sure was i did security for a church in college you know i've been to a lot of places and houses of worship and i've never seen anyone get that rowdy for the lord but you know what i'm glad you were there thank you my mom and i used to be river raft guides when i was 15 and we took a we guided people down the river every weekend during that summer that's fun Yes, it was. We camped. We'd we'd head off Friday, go grocery shopping for the trip, and then we'd camp all weekend long. I always wanted to be a tour guide when I was a kid. My dream was to drive the monorail at Disney World. Oh, why? I don't know. I I guess I was a lonely kid. I used to ride my bike around the neighborhood and pretend I was giving tours. I wonder what you would have said about my house. (laughs) Like, there's the one with the terrible grass again. And that lady, when she comes outside, we all go in. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I'm delightful I just keep a messy lawn All right. (laughs) We put it on Facebook 105 won the buzz And Melvin said They were on a logging crew Uh Where they were An assistant to the hooker Which is the crew boss I don't know what Any of that means But congratulations It sounds very professional (laughs) Right Listen Mike In the morning 105 won the buzz This episode is brought to you By Progressive Insurance Whether you love True crime or comedy Celebrity interviews Or news You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 